you're just tuning in, this is the Pussy Power Podcast, and we are being, we are invading the Ball Headed Friends Podcast. We the friends. And we the friends today. Yeah, so, look up, Ball Head say cheese. Say cheese. Trying to get my, I don't know why the fuck I didn't get my shit together on first, my, uh, my live. Well, we can start off with our topics. Um, Tiny, uh, we didn't get to text about it. Usually we normally text about our topics before we get to them. But now we can have a full-on, full discussion. And now we have a man's point of view. So now we own that ass. Mm -hmm. So it's a... I see something on Facebook. It was like, uh, you bogus as hell for being a sad bitch to your baby daddy. And I was just like, is that possible? Yeah, they can break up. Women have done that to men. They break up. And then they get back together. Oh, I forgot. That is my damn Facebook. Yeah. Right there. I got to put it on my anchor. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just technical shit. Um, I, um, I was in a relationship one time when we broke up and we got back together. There wasn't no baby, my baby mama, no shit like that. She had a nigga at the time. You said? I guess I had been. The pussy was good. So I was like, fuck it. And pussy then I was, I was glad because I didn't have a responsibility no more. And she thought... Then the nigga was gonna do the responsibility shit, cause I used to do it before. And I had to explain, like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's your man. <laughs> Bitch, I'm not your man no more. My, my, my kids, no, you don't give a fuck about them kids. Ain't that speak and all that shit, but we ain't together no more. That nigga picks you up, that nigga gives you gas and all of that shit. Ooh. Now, if I give you some gas money, it's cause you coming to my house. <laughs> and guess what? Wasn't no cash app out then. You so you ain't got cash app and then you go somewhere else. Nah, bitch, you coming over here, you gonna get this dick, you gonna get this 20, <laughs> get this fuck on. <laughs> Back to your man. So, like, you have children, so you actually have 10 children, you know? What the fuck did you say that on here for? Everybody know. I was just saying, nigga, you got a baseball team. So what the fuck my team got to do with it? Your team has a lot to do with it because in this case of the question being like being a side bitch to your baby daddy. So if you were with another woman and your one of your kids' moms was just like, oh yeah, we can still fuck around, but we don't got to be together. Me and my kids' moms is a totally different thing. I don't like them. The ones that I like, I like as far as. Great mother, you know, good person, but what we had was over with. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't going back. I don't fuck around like that. Cause see, I, I know for a fact I've seen friends get into situations with they with they baby mama. Baby mamas feel that they have authority. They feel they have some type of authority thing. I can know? see that. And a nigga, a let her have it, and then she'll be doing shit like popping up, thinking she can, think she got some type of seniority. Looking down. The whole, oh, you ain't never going nowhere. And then they do yeah. the new girl like that. Your new girlfriend can't, don't even got a shot. Because it's just like, well, you think he wants you? He's still going to always come back to me. Right. So it's just like, don't is that, that like, people feel like, oh, well, because you're my child's father, I get to do that. When really you, you, so you don't. My, my whole thing, I never did it because I seen niggas get their cars tore up. <laughs> I seen niggas get their clothes bleached. I seen embarrassing situations out in public. And I wasn't going for it. I'm gonna smack the fuck out of bitch and do that shit to me. So I never, I've never, I'm trying to figure out, I've never had a baby mama situation. I had a motherfucker thinking that I was still fucking with my baby mama because me and my baby mama was cool. You know what I'm saying? And that, and that's where I feel like a lot of women go wrong at because it's just like, I personally, I said to myself, I don't want to date a man with kids because that trust will never officially be there. Like, I feel like your baby mama got to be dead for me to fuck with you if you got kids. Why? Because you got an insecurity problem. I don't so, have an insecurity. I just you know, don't got time for this shit. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something about me. I'm fucked up when it comes to this. I'm fucked up when it comes to this. <laughs> I don't think no yeah. nigga, I don't think, I don't think. I'm not. I'm not uh, worried about no niggas. Only one type of nigga I'm worried about. A nigga that know how to fly. If niggas around here start knowing how to fly and scoop your bitch up and take her away, then I'll be. Them the only type of niggas I'll be intimidated by. If 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 she gonna fuck him, she gonna. Somebody fuck just him. said, ask him, does he cheat? Ask who do he cheat? You nigga. Man, your business, bitch. I don't know you. Ask me all that coming up in here. I don't cheat when I'm in a relationship. When I'm in a so relationship, it's, it's, it's not cheating if you're not in a relationship because you being single. That's what yeah. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. If you if you're in a relationship, no, I don't cheat. 
And I and I hold on, man, get understood. I just I just probably like the last 18, 19 years, I just had that type of mentality, not do that. Cause you can, let me tell you what the fuck that thing about cheating when they cheat. It's the worst shit in the world. You got two or three bitches. All of them on their period at the same time. What's the sense? What is the sense of cheating? You can't get no pussy for seven to three to eight. And bitches don't even know sometimes. My shit's irregular. I don't know what's happening with it. I have a regular cycle. See? You need regular cycle, bitches. Stay away from me. I'm tired of y'all. When I be thinking shit going, I'm, let me tell you something. Actually, no. It's like, it's like you get a to a certain age. When you get to a certain age, I want all bitches to get shit that got snatched out. To snatch out pussy. What's that mean? You know when they get their uterus snatched out. You mean they tubes tied? No, fucking tube tied. Tube loose. I'm uh, not coming loose. Yeah, I'm talking about them women that go to the doctor and they get the motherfucker. Um, what do they call it? Y'all know. Y'all Wait, women. You, my didn't get snatched out. It's, it's not your pussy getting snatched. I mean, your my, uterus. My uterus. Your uterus. They and they take something. your uterus if you have a cancer, my nigga. Yeah. yeah. That's all you only fuck with bitch who can. <laughs> no, that one they ain't got it. No and I'm wrong with saying these hoes got to be dead. Hey, look, because them bitches, they don't, they don't bleed no more. Hysterectomy. That's right. Thank you, fellas, baby. Hysterectomy. I'm fucking with hysterectomy bitches. They ain't got no pussies. Pussies don't be bleed. She said. They don't be, stre- <laughs> they don't be stressing out and tripping and shit. Some, some, it went for a while when once some women will get their shit, they, their hysterectomy. Let's say the correct name. Yeah, yeah. They get a wrist right. hysterectomy, and they will be feeling like, I'm, I'm less of a woman. Hey, hey, if you 40-something and you get your shit snatched out, bitch, the game is over. You ain't got to be, what the fuck you want? Some more kids, you 40, that motherfucker 10, you 50? No, let's enjoy life. Let's go on trips, fuck like they do, all that. Well, we I mean, you know, I mean, everywhere. you can do that with a younger woman, just yeah, but don't she get gonna be on, She gonna be on a period. She yeah. gonna, a period gonna come. Let me tell you something. A period come... And fuck up everybody party. Um, there are some people who run red lights party. Yeah, I ain't ran no motherfucking red yeah. light. Real fuck light? is wrong with you? It's just a different. Color. I thought about running a red light with a rubber one night though. Uh! I thought about it. I thought about it's it. It's just a different color. Wait, like so? What? Fuck out here! You got you. What if you somebody ain't got no red on maroon towel? And then it's like this: we got to make sure the position. When you when you run a red light. Fuck it, I ran one before. But look, ah! but I didn't know I didn't know I was running. I didn't know I was running and then the bitch had black sheets. This bitch had so black sheets. She was real wet. Right, right. And she you was ain't like, smell that coffee, you ain't smell no pennies. I ain't smell no pennies. Mm-hmm. Smell a, the thing of it, the bitch had them, they had, they had them candles all over the room. Uh, she uh, set up the mood. <laughs> look, this she told me, she said, you ain't gotta go down on me tonight. All right, shit. Bitch, I gotta do no extra. Shit. <laughs> This this bitch wants to plunge. (laughs) I went in with the plunge. But I did like hear some extra. What do you mean? Some extra. It was like some extra. That was blood talk. I didn't know what it was. Hey, look, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The worst worst decision is for a bitch to have black sheets when she on a period. Boy, when that shit was over with, I said, oh, bitch, I got to go. She no. said, what? I said, bitch, I've been in the crime scene before, bitch. I can't be. This is a CSI gonna come in. CSI gonna come in this motherfucker. She gonna tell me something. bitch gonna tell me You made my shit come down. No, bitch. You knew it was down. That's why I now know why you put you ain't never lit no cameras before. We You know she's trying to set the mood. You trick niggas to hit them? Yeah, I trick. I I trick niggas. If a motherfucker's fuck me while I'm on a period. I don't say shit until he pull his dick out and he tell me I'm bleeding. I'm like, you just murdered this pussy, baby. You is a murderer. I'm looking at you in a totally different light now. You fucking filthy, dude. So what, so what if he try what if he try to go down? Huh? Oh hell no. Hey. No. Hey you, what? You're a vampire. You all the butts. You a nasty motherfucker. That's why they call us the pussy foul. Nah, this ain't why they call us the pussy foul, fight. This is I do that shit. You need to be, you need to be, you gonna get shot. You're gonna be, you gonna be shot in a hotel on Cicero or Stony Island. Everybody know now. Fuck. I'm just. Now, if your DM filled with niggas like, hey, when your next period? Hey, 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 hey. When your next period? I I advise you not to fuck with them niggas. Them niggas is weird. That was his name. Now, if a nigga do it on accident, eh. or, now, you know what? If you're in a relationship and y'all living together, 
It, it might it be it, it might be is what it is. You will eat bloody pussy. No, I ain't talking about don't eat no motherfucker. Now that fuck on off my shit. I just had to fuck off my shit. Let this motherfucker oh, over. The only thing you do is lick the clitoris. You don't got to lick the. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you know? Listen to me. Listen to me. What? Do you know? At my show, the Comedy Over Press show on Wednesday day, yeah, mm-hmm. we had a whole discussion about that. The ladies in the audience was like, it was some ladies in the audience. I was like, so you mean to tell me some of y'all ladies had y'all shit um, eight while y'all was on it? Then hands started raising up low. Real yeah. so low. One, one, one chick was with a nigga. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> And he don't even know if it was him. That's what's crazy. Is that other cup over there? What other cup? Yo, uh, yo, blue. big cup? Yo, blue cup? Yeah. Yeah, it's red. Let me check. I got it. But yeah, I, um, that 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 is a thing. I did not know there's a thing that it's dudes out here that eat while that light is red. Would you just cut that off. Oh, what I didn't know that do that. It was a button. I want to press it. You just press buttons. <laughs> the fuck is wrong? Put the goddamn button. The goddamn button. So, uh, ballhead. Well, what everybody uh, from the Pussy Power podcast followers don't know about, then that you're kind of kind of. They came around with this comedy shit, so tell us about your 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 path and what, what it took to be here. I stopped selling drugs to do this shit, so don't don't play with my money. <laughs> don't play with I still got guns and them gangsters on deck. But um <laughs> no, I, I really I really uh was a street, you know, street nigga. Um and I always was the funny nigga on the block. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of cats on the block that had that, but um Couple of friends of mine that I went to high school and grammar school with, Deion Cole and Marlon Mitchell. We knew each other way before comedy. And I was always the signifier. The cat that roasted motherfuckers. I, I roast all day. Hypes, parents, people walk, I didn't give a fuck. So me and Marlon went to high school together. And and the Shout out to Marlon Mitchell and, and friends. You got lounge. In the lunch, in the, not lunchroom, in the in the study hall. Study hall were like deep with motherfuckers. We would clown and act a fool in the study hall, talking shit about each other, talking shit, just general conversations. No one was studying. Everybody was like, so those were our first comedy shows. And it would, it would literally be like 100 motherfuckers in the, in, the, in the classroom because it was different divisions going in. But anyway, are you serious? <laughs> that bell shit you just had a minute ago that made my lights flicker? Are you serious? See, look. Fuck out of here. But you know, um, they 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 was telling me to come to the comedy show and I should do comedy. And I was like, man, I'm selling dope. They probably think about no motherfucking comedy. Man, I made 10,000 a day. I don't fucking fuck with those shit. <laughs> so Marlon said some shit that make like, that makes any niggas go anyway. It was like, nigga, be some bitches there. I was like, what time y'all start? <laughs> and we, we started at this, this club called the S Lounge. That was the first time me getting on stage. Uh, Corey Holcomb was, was doing his thing back then too. There's a bunch of motherfuckers was, you know, this now that's popping. And so I fucked around and still was in the drug sales, went my ass to jail. And I was locked up in Minnesota Correction Facilities for like four and a half years. And when I was in there, I was watching TV and everybody that I had started with was jumping on TV. And I was like, that's what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. But I, I realized, you know, some people. Some people don't get the blessing to realize what their path is. Mm-hmm. And I just realized what my path was. I was 26 years old, and then I set up and I laid up and I um, realized what my path was. But I had four and a half years to get out. So I had to condition my mind to not do this. You, you go over so many variables with four and a half years. You sitting somewhere. So I really, really thought about what I was gonna do. And when I came out of jail, I went right back to selling dope. Yes, I did. We're right back. Flipping. But the police raided next door to my mama's house. Oh, and I was sitting on the porch. And I had the weed, pop, the weed popping on the block. The motherfucking police came. Scared the shit out of me. Because they had some niggas that were sitting out on the porch. And it was while it was raining, I was looking at them. And one of my guys they had on the porch. And he was looking at me saying, I got up real calm and Walked through the gangway, went through the alley, and broke. <laughs> you and ran? Hell yeah, I ran. Because I, I, I didn't know what was going to go. See, they had a warrant for that house for the wrong motherfucker. So actually, my people got a lawsuit on that. But the thing was, I, I knew that day wow. that it was a comedy competition going on. It was called Miller Genuine Draft Comedy Search. My boy, uh, uh, OB, OB, he was a, 
like one of the producers in there. He had told me about it. He was like, man, why don't you come on, man? You going back to that? So I said, man, I ain't got no money, man. That's why I'm back out here in the streets. So I jumped in the car. I, I ran actually on some alibi shit. Then they just parked my, my car block over. Because if the police ever raided and done that shit, I was smart enough to know they ain't finna get my car. I ran, jumped in the car, and shot right up there to Mr. G's and got in the comedy competition. Now, as it went, you had to get a number, get on stage, do your thing, and then they will call you, call this number Friday. So whenever I did, it was like a Monday or Tuesday. I forgot, man. This is another motherfucker that's in the story. That's where I met Ill Will at. Ill Will was, <laughs> Ill Will was walking all the way then. He was walking, you know, he had, he had an MS, but he was walking. He wasn't really fucked up. So Ill Will, me, me, I befriended Ill Will that day. And like that Friday, he called me. He was like, hey, man, did you call the contest? You called the contest line? I was like, what contest line? To see if you made it to the, through the thing. I was like, nigga, I ain't call that shit, man. I ain't thinking about that shit. He's like, man, you might advance, man. Call him. And I called him and I had advanced. And I was like, damn. Okay, this shit. Let me see what this is about. So I, something, I used, something I used as an alibi, which the police never really got on to me at the time. And that really made me be like, I got to do something else. You know what I'm saying? I had a little money saved up. So I just kind of chilled for a minute. And then... Getting in the comedy game, like I told y'all, you gotta get your own shit, your own room. <coughs> and that's what I did. I got my own room. I actually got five of them, man. I started putting my name, started putting my motherfucking G down. I knew a lot of motherfuckers. I went to a big ass high school, was already in the streets all over every side of town. So yeah. that's how my story started. There's a lot of other shit into it. A lot of, you know, whoop the cup motherfuckers, choke the cup motherfuckers, and shit, you know. So. Being somebody who's been there and you've seen comedy change over time, what has changed about comedy? It's a lot of unfunny motherfuckers that are getting money for doing seven-minute skits but not doing stand-up. Hmm. But it is some motherfuckers that's not funny that want to learn the craft. They get in. Uh, a lot of internet sensation motherfuckers that ain't funny as far as stand-up-wise. They funny when it comes to that. But the ones that want to learn the craft and really get it, if they got it, I got respect for them. I don't got respect for the motherfuckers that just, I don't, I don't got no respect for motherfuckers that just say they're a comedian and ain't putting it worth it. To me, you know, you got to realize, you, you talk to a nigga that was in a gang. You can't just say you no gangster without doing gangster shit. See what I'm saying? So, so I, I, I kind of. without doing no comedian shit. Yeah, yeah, you can't just, yeah, I'm comedian so and so. Nigga, well. Nigga, when? Who the fuck are you? Uh, she, she know when, when I first met y'all. But yeah, I was, it, but it was so. Tell, tell the story, but see, the thing of it is, well, I did not, um, I didn't know y'all. I didn't know he was talking about no women first, but second, I, I probably would have had a different. I would have been like, I would probably, okay, you go on say what you have to See, my name is Day Day on purpose for shit like this. Because nobody knows if I'm a girl or a guy. So I've always thought that. But Tiny Thickums, she pretty much threw oh, yeah. away. Trend. So they say Day Day and Tiny Thickums. I'm like, damn. No, he said Mo Good. No, he said yeah, Mo Good. good. And he said Tiny Thickums. And he was like, I don't know them niggas. I don't know them. Who put these whack ass motherfuckers up on stage? It's fat. And they were standing right there. He had to see me to be like, okay, okay, cool. Uh, and even then, I'm like, he gonna have to see me a few more times. He be like, oh, yeah, cause man. I really pay no attention, cause I don't really pay new motherfuckers attention. Every time I've ever paid a new motherfucker attention, they let me down. Except for when I start really looking at y'all. Mo, 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 it's funny as hell. Oh, I didn't pay her attention until she really came and did my room. I swear to God, I did. And it wasn't because I didn't want to. It'd be other shit going on on stage. I, I'm not. A, this is my thing. I am not a um agent. You're I am not, not, I'm you're not, not a good comedy watcher when you're not needing to be. No, nah, I, I ain't a good comedy watcher because I don't give a fuck about what nobody else saying. I'm, I'm, I'm in there talking or we be, we go in the back because you got to look like Francis. We in the back I, and I, we was on the back one day <laughs> signifying, roasting, kicking it. And the whole show was going on. It was way more funny in the back than it was in there. And it was never comics out there roasting. And I said, pay shit no attention. I'm not, I'm not getting paid to pay motherfuckers' attention. So no, when well, you pay attention, you want to heckle motherfuckers. Like, like, you know how most of the time I've ever heckled a motherfucker? 
is when I come through and the audience be like, man, what's with this nigga ball here? People will do that and it make yeah. me do it. So then I start so looking. So you got people at the amp and you up like, oh, so then up, I, I look and I, I look and I be like, oh, I ain't shit. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you ain't shit. <laughs> right, 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 the, the fuck off the stage. <laughs> Nah, you I want to hear some funny shit. I seen him do somebody so bold. He's like, this motherfucker been four times. Still ain't funny. I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that little nappy head dude to be on the bus. Yeah, he, he, he. No, no, kill me. He said, you ain't even raw enough for somebody to drop you off. I was like, you're going oh, yeah. to hell. Oh, 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 oh. Shit, Y'all know that nigga want shit. See, the fucked up part about it is, I we say. We knew we can't say shit to But I guys. say, I say, man, let me tell you something. I have been around the best of them. You with the high school. And seen the them. Rest. And seen them. Ro- you keep on. Keep on. I'm sorry. I had to do a little. You, you need to get high or something. Something wrong with you. I've seen the best of them. Bomb. The best of them that seen me bomb. I, don't, I ain't going to lie. I done bomb. I done bomb. I done bomb. I bomb and I've counted. I bomb five times in my life. Five times. Mm-hmm. Now, the whole span of my career. The, the, you know. Worst bomb I had was at the Razzmatazz, and that was it. Was it was Damon Williams' room? Damon Williams' room? Yeah, you better put do something about that. That's one. Damon Williams' room, and it was um, Kenny Howe was there, D. Ray was there, motherfucking uh, Dion Cole was there. Marlon was there. It was like the our whole everybody class. You was in ground school, so and I was. I got up. This was just the first. It was the first bad boy audition. Now before this, I had been knocking them motherfuckers. The out bad of boys in comedy. Yeah, I had been knocking oh. them motherfuckers out of comedy. It was the very first audition. They did it at Damon's. Uh, they did the tape. And man, I got up there. I had been knocking them out of the park. But that crowd, I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to that crowd. I just got on stage, and every joke. This is the sound of silence. <laughs> and look, so I'm like, okay, oh well, shit, oh shit. The fuck I'm gonna do is I'm saying in my mind. So I kept going. Now my time was up. My time was up. So I know this is my thing. If you bomb, go home. Don't shake no hands. Don't talk to no motherfucker. That's what I'm on, right? I'm creeping out. I ain't creeping. I'm just walking out. I got off stage. I walked out. I didn't look no, nobody in the audience in the eye. Nothing. Straight forward. Just took your L and focused. No, no. I get you by the stairs. I hear my old best friend, Marla Mitchell. Uh-uh, nigga. Come here. We better talk about that bullshit you just did. Come over here. Sit down right here. And I sat down. Matt like Tony Scott was there. Leon oh, Rogers. my God. So we Not sat. all of them. I'm sitting there. All the dogs. All the dogs. Man, oh, when I tell you, when I tell you, them niggas roasted me, and they knew they they knew I was the coldest signifier. Basically, out of them, we roasted, roasted. Man, them niggas, I had, I sat in a literal seat, and it was all around me. Motherfuckers, motherfuckers came, motherfuckers came out the back. Wait a minute, wait a minute, is y'all do? <laughs> I got something to say to you, motherfucker. It was just like that, and I took it, and I knew. I said, never, ever again. Why not? Pay attention to what the fuck I'm looking at. The audience, I, I gotta sit and look. Like I, everybody asks the dumbest questions. Do you get nervous when you gonna say, "Yeah, I don't give a fuck if it's a big show or a little show." It's a natural response. I get nervous. If a mother, that's, that's if a tell you they don't get nervous, they a motherfucking lie. But you know, some people are different. But me, I get nervous for the first joke. After that, I'm good. Yeah, because you like you gotta break the ice. Yeah. No matter what you do. And I, I, I take a page out of Corey Holcomb book. Shout out to Corey Holcomb. That nigga will get on stage and just keep going. It's like he ain't listening to the audience. He just keep going. He confident in what he do. He keep going. Bam, bam, bam. And, and, and that's, how, that's how I do it. So when you bomb, like, because... As new people, we kind of have that. That's, we have that never, yeah. That like we do it even like more so a lot, and then we still like we don't know how it's gonna go. We don't. What you got to do is two things that I think. Smoke well, three. That smoke weed shit ain't. Well, I don't know. I don't smoke weed. He doesn't smoke marijuana, guys. He's or, a responsible adult. Or like drink. This. Ain't responsible. I, 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 I shot a lot of people before, so I gotta be wise with what I'm doing. But let me tell you something. The thing of it is, you have to do three things. One. You have to know yourself. 
Now that's the hardest part. You got to get to find yourself on stage. Two, know that crowd. Know the crowd. I don't give a fuck. My motherfucker tell me I need some time to myself. Yeah, you go get time to yourself. Try to walk through the club and look at motherfuckers. Look at the age range. Look at what they doing. Look what they got on. You know what I'm saying? So you know what you're dealing with. It's if that's if you're the type of person that's a people watcher. Mm, yeah. And three, man, take a deep breath before you start, before you jump into that water. Take a deep breath. Because to me, comedy is one thing. Communication is just your time, your time to talk. That's it. Yeah. Okay. So we get some OG lessons in here. So uh, we have good news. Whoopi Goldberg is now making, what is, what is she calls it? It's a marijuana product for period pain. Yes. And I feel like that is an absolute necessary must because y'all see what we go through. Y'all be acting like it ain't that bad. It's horrible. I don't know why y'all so insensitive to a period. Cause we ain't, cause we ain't got it. I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't know. What? What the fuck? How I'm supposed to give? I mean, I'm, I'm sensitive to the fact. Okay, look, I got a daughter. My daughter, and my daughter's uh, 15. Y'all say she get on the period, she be like, she's so unbearable. She don't want to go. She goes on a period one day. She she don't want to go to school. I said, look here, uh, you going? The motherfucking school. I don't give a fuck about don't it. Don't say that. Don't give a fuck. And she went. Oh, she called, texted me 30 times. I'm going through all that. I said, listen, you're not going to die. Okay? Do you know what that shit feel like? No. No, I don't. It's, it's almost as if somebody had your nuts in vice grip. How you know? How nuts feel? How you nuts don't got nuts? I'm saying they say you got nuts. if you get hit in the nuts, you feel it in your stomach. Let me ask something. Okay, now let me tell you something. I, I don't think y'all women know. Y'all know y'all titties are the same sensitivity as our nuts. If I hit you in your motherfucking titty, see, see the thought of that? That's the thought of a nigga getting hit in the nut. So if you you say so you saying that's the I same thing. So you saying that, so you saying that's the same thing? That vice grip shit you talking about nuts, the same thing with your titty? But it's like if you get hit in your nuts, don't your stomach kind of you tense you up? That's you, why, get, that's you, get a, you get a you get a cramp for a minute, but it go. Oh, see that's why I'm thinking that shit right in the stomach immediately. So I'm like, oh. I mean, it's not, it's not that I'm not insensitive to it. It's just like. Y'all are women. Take this here. Fuck all that. You motherfucking bitches be pushing out a baby. A baby? Another human? But that bleeding shit and a little cramp with that, that hurt. I think that that. Well, we that, don't that, have that. kids yet. So okay. Is all right, well, and she uh, don't have a kid. So her worst pain is this. Uh-huh. 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 So. What y'all doing now? Don't be a dick. I'm busting both of y'all and let y'all nine months later on. Y'all can figure it out. Shut the fuck up. That's why I, I shouldn't even be sitting this close to you. You fertile, bro. I ain't fertile. I just do what I do. <laughs> no, but you got to realize something, man. I mean, the, with me being a man, I'm not going to never understand it. I got shot five times. One of my bullets, one of the bullets hit me in the back of my head. A motherfucker told me to get shot is like uh, uh, pregnant pants. I said, bitch, let me shoot you. <laughs> Don't compare something that you ain't never done. Now, if a bitch that got shot can tell me, depending on and what she, she got, got shot, shot and she had a baby. Yeah, that's that's the only oh, bitch God. I'm gonna listen to. It's the only bitch I'm listen to be like, you know, I got shot too, and I swear to God, that pregnancy is way worse. And getting shot ain't even the part that hurt. The motherfucking healing of getting shot hurt like a motherfucker. The healing part. Because it like the hole has to close and it's like uh doesn't like itch because it has to heal. Man, do you know this whole time we've been sitting there? Yeah, I don't think my live is on. I don't think my Instagram ain't just about a bitch. Where we got to? On to our next topic. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we live, uh, y'all. Uh, we live for five hours. We we're, we're live on his shit now for the first time. Hello. Yeah, on my on my Facebook, we got uh, <laughs> tiny thickums right here. Yeah. That's what the right. fuck is wrong I with you? They can't see me. They can see you. Not this one. This one that's can see you, motherfucker. God damn it. Okay. Yeah. Y'all tiny thickums. And we got my girl Day Day. I'm um, letting the Pussy Power The Pussy Power Podcast, podcast is taking over the ball head. Hey, what else, what else are we are the friends. What else can they find you on? What else can they find your podcast on? Uh, you can find our podcast on Anchor. The link will be posted with that. You can find our podcast on Facebook. 
YouTube. Now we're uploading the uh, new episode probably in the next couple days. And then Anchor, the episode will be up tomorrow. So you guys can listen to that if you haven't been tuning so in. So you on, if you're on Anchor, that means you also on iTunes, you're on Spotify, really? you're on Google. Yeah. You ain't know that? Anchor, Anchor puts you, you told across. me about that Sunday. Yeah, I told you. you she told didn't know. I wasn't. She didn't know. I'm sorry that you didn't tell her. You should have told her, but I told you. I've been tired. You know, the message. You know, this, co- this, this cocaine shit that you've been doing. I ain't been, been smoking. Who does I cocaine? Haven't smoked. I ain't smoked since I was out there. You ain't smoked no cocaine since you was out there. I ain't smoked. Who does? She a Get this hype out here. You a I wish. We watch blows. Okay. What's up to my uh, Facebook Live? I apologize. I thought it was going all this time. It ain't been going. But y'all jumping in, um, the Pussy Power Podcast is yes. invading Ballhead and Friends Podcast. We are so friends. do me a favor if you are on Facebook and you do not have the, um, you're not on my uh, YouTube, go subscribe to my YouTube page, Ballhead and Friends Podcast. And y'all will get the whole thing. We've been sitting here tripping. They've been asking me questions, minding my business. You know, I've been telling them my business is yeah, just we, been we got all up in his business. Yeah, we, 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 we here. We here. So, yeah. We here, we laugh, we black. And then make sure y'all go follow the Pussy Power Podcast. Mm, is, it, is the Pussy Power Podcast, is that the Facebook name? Yeah, uh, no, no, we don't have a uh, Facebook for the Pussy Power You need Power to make Power. a page for us. I, I know, I make know. Make a page to your other page, Pussy Power Podcast. We need an Instagram, too. Yeah, 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 just do it. Do it. We, y'all on the Wi-Fi. Y'all on the Wi-Fi. Anyway, so look, we, anyway. We're getting good that. lessons <laughs> on life. I'm sorry. We're learning from a fellow so. comedian. So, I definitely... Make a page. Make me <laughs> do all this shit. But uh, you can follow me or Tiny individually. Her Instagram. It's Tiny underscore Thickums. And my Instagram is at Southside Mermaid. Yes, I'm a mermaid. We'll explain that later. Why did you, why your, Phyllis, why is your messages restricted? What the fuck is you doing? Baby, say what you gonna say. I didn't know that some people, some things you can say. I, I gotta go. I, I, it might be in my settings, but some things you can say on certain, what's comes. They get restricted. It's like a motherfucker say something. That's just on YouTube. It says retracted, not restricted. Oh, so that means you took it away? Yes. Why did you take it away? Why Bring, it back. Bring it Bring back. It, Bring it back. Bring it back. So, okay. unconditional love versus conditional love. Women, well, men, I've seen like men say that they don't receive unconditional love as black men. And there are some women who will say that is bullshit. So, we have a black man here to ask. Do you feel that black men receive unconditional love from their black women? Except for your mom. I was freezing like Facebook Live. I mean, you know, like, um. American? No, no, I was freezing like, uh. FaceTime. Oh, with my phone. Back in the play all. So you say, do men. I don't. Uh, I can't speak for every motherfucker. I got unconditional love from. You gotta, you gotta know. First off, a motherfucker gotta know what that is. A lot of niggas don't know what love is. Mm-hmm. So you you, 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 you talking to motherfuckers that don't know what love is and, and they think what love is. Some motherfuckers think sex is love. Mm-hmm. That's a part of mm-hmm. love in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So Unconditional love is, to me, unconditional love is like my daughters. When it comes to you, you got different levels of it. Like when my daughters. There's nothing in the world I would do for them. But at the same time, the older that they get, the mistakes that they make, if I tell them, you know, you should go this way and they still go the other way, I'll love you enough to let you bump your motherfucking head. Mm-hmm. And, then, that's, a, and then, that's a parent thing. Like, you I'm know telling you, you it's, different, so far. it's yeah. different levels. You got to understand it. So the reason I'm saying it is some women, as when they were younger, would have to get taught that. Just like some men would have to get taught that. Like my father, my father taught me how to hustle as far as being a man. I ain't talking about like being on the corner, you know what I'm saying? Just, just he just taught me how to be responsible with my own shit. And my father, no matter what, tells me he loves me right now to this day. You know, you have to be shown love to learn love. Yeah. Now, unconditional yeah. love in a relationship, um, you ain't going to get it all the time. You're not going to always get it. You may want it, you may crave it. You may get love, and you think about love and the word lust. 
Same in my letters. And then some of those letters is in. However, to be in a relationship and get unconditional love, it's like, I love you even when I'm mad at you. I'm not going to talk down to you. I'm not going to talk bad about you. I love you enough to check you to the point where if I see you hurting yourself, I'm going to stop you from hurting yourself. If I got to hurt your motherfucking ass, I'm going to check you. Unconditional love is being there for a motherfucker when they when they not for they there for themselves. And see, some women I have, and this is my experience with some women I've been with. Not all women, because some of y'all are gonna be like, I know a motherfucker. I know a motherfucker that was doing shit, fucked up, making the wrong decisions, and I try to tell her she wouldn't listen. I went the fuck off. Why are you talking to me like that? Because bitch, you don't listen when I'm talking regular. I love you enough to explain to you that you're doing wrong. You see it. You don't see no. You don't see no good outcome in this. It depends on the person. I swear to God, because you'll get in a relationship with a motherfucker and you'll think that this relationship was better than the last one, and that motherfucker might not. Might not be. He might just have better intentions. You know, it's a, it's a hard. That's a hard ass thing. And women and men now, black women. When you were talking about black women saying that um, that was bullshit, black men are not getting, we're not getting the support that we should have. And I'm talking about as a whole. If I was in a relationship or whatever, you was in a relationship, you was in a relationship, you might be with that other individual. That other individual might have your back. But as a whole, as men and women, we ain't getting it how the black family should be. And the reason and the outcome of that, you see how these motherfucking young motherfuckers out there acting. Some people will say something, they be, they be making a true statement when they be like, but these kids, they, they just need love. They do, but a lot of them need tough love. They need their head knocked the fuck off. Because these young boys don't know how to talk. They don't even know, they don't even know how to talk to girls. We, man, I used to go to the mall just to talk, just to shoot my game, shoot my shot. Well, I mean, it's just the internet. The internet makes people not want to yeah. talk to real people like everything's automated it. everything is over the phone like you don't have to do nothing like Albert Einstein said the coldest shit what he said he said and uh, technology and all of this shit is gonna make us way more stupid yeah yeah and cause we have smartphones but there are people who will still be like how do you get to this place yeah, let, me tell you how, let me tell you how you know everybody dumb you used to remember a whole lot of phone numbers you don't know nobody number now. You gotta press that number. If your phone die, you can't get no motherfucking phone number. You might know two. You might know two. Let me your mamas. And they've been on for a long time. God forbid if your mama changed change her number. number. Oh my God. My mama changed her my number. My mama changed her number. I don't know how to call you. I know my grandparents number. My grandparents number. Yeah, but you don't know everybody. My mama used to remember 30 motherfucking phone numbers, man. Dialed. I used to yeah, write that but yeah, but you dialed it enough to remember. Now we're not even dialing. We just pressing the button. Yeah, pressing. You know, everybody think technology. Oh, it's the best. It's this, that, other. It's the it cripples shit. us. It cripples you. Mm-hmm. And it's not just the, that. It's a lot of things. Because it makes us not like. Because now it's like, okay, well, we can just spend hours on Facetime with each other. That's about the same time as is us being in person with each other. That's yeah, a motherfucker, a motherfucker, a motherfucker. I had an argument with my mother that I was with. I need to talk to you face to face. And he said, I phone. I had on FaceTime. I was like, what's up? She was like, what? 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 I told you I want to talk to you face to face. Hey, so you see my face? I see your face. We face to face. Now I want to talk to you. Bring your face to my face. And I'm like, all right. Worst shit in the world, ladies. Understand this and know this. Stop telling the motherfucker I need to talk to you when they're not with you. We don't like that. What you mean, like, if I'm not around you right now and I call you, like, I need to talk to you? Yeah, that's what Why? Saying. We don't like that. Because it's always trouble. It's, then it's always trouble. trouble. Then stop getting in trouble. No, it's always trouble. It's always when a, a woman, women, 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 we need to talk. women spring bullshit on you. They spring bullshit. It's going to tell me. Let me tell you what a bitch going to tell me. What she said? Um. Um. Uh-uh. <laughs> I, um. No, she said, is this something you need to tell me? Oh, shit. I was like, happy Easter. Come on. Happy anniversary. Yeah, bitch, you ain't on my Easter. I, is it something you want to tell me? No, it ain't nothing I want to tell you. I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Stop playing with me. I'm like, the bitch that caught me up in something that I don't know what you caught me up in. Come on. <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm in trouble for. But... Yeah, bitch, I ain't finna go for it. I'm not falling for it. Nah, this... It's quits. It's over with. Come back. 
I mean, I jumped that, out the that would be the only way we tell you that we need to talk to you, though. So, I mean, don't panic. Just don't think you did anything wrong. Phyllis Davis says, real love does not have conditions. I mean, I, the, the obvious thing is, but it's like, no, not like this young generation. They don't know what real love could consist of because they, like you said, they weren't taught it. Yeah, ain't nobody. If you grow up with a single mom and you, your mom been single your whole life, you don't know how to treat no woman. Ain't nobody going, been going, look, this is the thing. We have way more friends. Thanks. Amazing, you know what I'm saying? Oh, bro, Big Chug. Uh, we, 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 have, we have been, we have been fucked up for, uh, a lot of reasons, like you said a minute ago, like people don't go on, people go on dates and they don't, um, and they, they go, I don't know what happened. People don't go on dates, people don't go on dates and talk to each other. I done went to a restaurant and see people in the booths coupled up, right? All of them like this. Yeah. They don't talk no more. Motherfuckers don't talk no more. When motherfuckers don't talk no more, you ain't got no, how are you getting to know me if you ain't talking to me? See what I'm saying? And then they'll text you all day long. Like, what you doing? But see, Texas. Texas Like, don't do that. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I got to speak for the Texans. I I will text. But I also, I think think forms of communication could be used in a relationship in a better way. Let's try this. One day we text each other. Next day we send pictures. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got emojis. You can put the picture with the emojis. Make it fun. Next day we conversate. The next day we FaceTime. Or you do a video. It's a bunch of ways to communicate. Women have this thing, of, or and men, if you just texting, you texting trying to sneak. Like you trying to text me because somebody is with you and watching. You don't want to be on the phone. And FaceTime is the worst shit now. Oh, yeah. A motherfucker will call you. A motherfucker will call you on your phone and be in your phone looking at your background. Trying to look through the where, camera. No, <laughs> where you at? That's why a nigga FaceTime you like this. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> nah, I ain't got my headphones. What's going on? Like, nah, move your thumb out where the way. You at, right now. Where, where you at, Where you at? Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, I'm where I'm going to be at. Cut on your location. You in the passenger seat somewhere? Where is your car? Where is you at? Let me tell you some funny shit. I didn't know that, that Snapchat got location. Oh, yeah. yeah. So on my know. Snapchat, oh, you better the, location that come on, the location will come on. You put it on come on. Phones. I was, but see, I didn't try. I was somewhere, and I was somewhere to sit out somewhere else. And they saw your Snapchat. That's why you weren't where you were supposed to be. No, they thought I was somewhere else. Oh. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I haven't said that. Cover your hair with your dress. You cover your face. You know, cover my hair with my dress. Man, cover your nose with your dress. With them, you know, your, your, your dress look like wet blunts. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get up. Let me tell you something. I owe her. I owe her a lot of shots. I let her take the shots all weekend. All weekend, she was just. What could she have said about you that you couldn't retort? I just, you know, I let shit build oh, up. Sam. I let shit build up. <laughs> I let some motherfuckers, I let them get them. I let them motherfuckers get them. And you yeah. say, you got one more. And then when I start firing, that was nice. That was nice. Good job. What would you really want to do comedy wise now that you haven't done? What's like your big thing? Big, well. In Chicago, these weak-ass promoters that never put me on the big stage. Only person that ever put me on the big stage was uh, uh, Dion, Dion Cole. Um, I had to go all the way to fucking Iowa and open up. Really done open up. I hosted a show with D.L. Hughley. That was one of the best things because he gave me, he called me to him and gave me 45 minutes a game in the comedy game. And he was like, I know I ain't never heard of you. And I'm like, why? He was like, because you two motherfucking hot. These niggas are scared. It's a communist word of mouth. It's the only way you're going to get out. And a lot of comics ain't going to tell the promoters. A lot of promoters might know about you, but the comics will get to you. So I'm be like, ah, oh, that nigga ain't like that. I experienced that before. I experienced it with a nigga. <laughs> so, like, it's still that crab in a barrel effect? Like, Hell yeah, it's crab in a barrel effect with comics. Like, oh, oh, oh. Talk a lot. I used to whoop motherfucker. Who talk a lot? Huh. Who talk a lot? You. She asked me a motherfucking question. I ain't talking to you. Man, you fuck, me- fuck whoever that is that you was talking to. As you can clearly see, these are the uh, things we go through. Only thing I want to do, only thing I want to do that I probably ain't did was, um, I ain't did in a long time, done a, a major tour. So what's touring like? I said fun. I mean, I like hotels. Good hotels. <laughs> 
I like a good hotel, a good, shower. good shower, anywhere I can hook my PlayStation up there. <laughs> so you take your PlayStation on tour? Yeah. Like a motherfucker, <laughs> everywhere, everywhere. Oh, so when they tell you, hey, boy, come out to the club, Ooh, we finna party for Nah, no, club, I got man. my game, I'm good, no, 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 club, man. If, if that shit ain't in the money, that shit, a club, see, a club could be in the money. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta uh, put money in for me to go to the after party. Okay. So they got to pay you for the after party. Yeah. He got yeah. The show is over. Fuck my knee got to do me going to the club. He can't be in there whopping with the band. I ain't going to be dancing with no motherfuckers in there. I dance. I ain't even dance like that. At all. So how do you feel about female comedians? Some of the bitches ain't funny. Woo. Some of them are. Straight like that. Straight like that. I feel, I mean, I want to see if you funny, if you funny, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm gonna talk to you and, and tell you what you can do to be funny on the business side of this game. So a lot of them niggas ain't gonna do. I do that with anybody. I do it with, with males too. I do that with males too. Like you know, uh, you got a situation. I can see you funny. When you get funnier, niggas ain't gonna book you. They gonna take you on the road. They take you on the road first. They gonna take your ass on the road. You start getting funny. Yeah, follow this bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> If you so know, like, even if they've been like in positions higher than you and better than you, if they see you get funny, then it's just like, oh no, nah, I ain't fucking that no more. I had motherfuckers. I had two motherfuckers tell motherfucker, no, I, I he ain't going up before me. He going up after that nigga be doing this thing, and then and that nigga be having a lot of more energy because he be trying to sell shit. You know, I always try to sell shit. I was a drug dealer, so I'm trying to sell a t-shirt, a mug, a DVD. Uh, Hey, what up? Socks. Yeah, I'm trying to say no socks. I did. Your little saw my fast gonna quit trying to be on this little quiet ass slick shit you be saying. Huh? I just talk out loud. Damn, why y'all always argue? God, y'all should be married. Crazy, man. Crazy as hell. Um, this is what happens when you go on tour <laughs> together. I don't know what happened. <laughs> These two came back with hostility. I think they got into a cage fight when they was gone. I don't know what the fuck. No, she went on. She went on the road and she she did her motherfucking thing. She went on the road. I know. She, she had a radio interview with all of she that. She let me know that she is really serious about this comedy shit. You know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfucking females. They. Uh, oh, I ain't gonna say that about females. I'm not gonna corner that. Open that. Open that. Can't a lot of comics. A lot of comics, male or female, they ain't really serious about this shit. Like, what do you think it would take for a person to be really serious, in your opinion? Go on the road. I don't know. Drive. I don't know me. Me, I, like, I used to tell comics, you ain't no real comedian if you don't quit your job and try to make money off this. But if this all you got, you're going to find out if this is what you're supposed to be doing. So I know a few comics that came, you know, in Chicago, they stopped. They went right back to Walmart picking them boxes up. Went right back to that little cubicle job. Went right back to that motherfucking waitress job. This shit ain't no motherfucking joke. And right now you got all these comparisons of motherfuckers. Is, no. It's a bunch of bullshit. And the internet has made it possible for people to have a new definition of a comedian. Yes. That's what I think of it as. Like, yeah. it's not necessarily because stand-up comedy is just this nostalgic thing That's that hard. can still be alive. And, you know, since everything is so instant, everything is on our phones. Yeah, we yeah. Would, a lot of kids would rather just look at a funny video as opposed to, oh, yeah, let's go to a comedy show. Because it's free, too. Yeah. It is free. Yeah. So when everything's accessible, um, everything is kind of... Wildhead, so tell us about your comedy over depression movement. Comedy over depression is uh, which I am quite fond of. Myself. We all we all have had depression or going through depression. Comedy is the best medicine for it. That's what I'm offering. I'm offering everybody a different way. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna start something dope again to her. You were saying comedy over depression is. The movement that I have, I'm about to start a foundation where once a once a uh, once a month I'm gonna be doing some big shows in different cities, and I'm gonna be having uh, <clears throat> good feature, big headliner, and we're gonna be doing it. Uh, and some of the proceeds gonna go to uh, mental health, whatever mental health situation is that month. You know, um, 
So all of the, like, you know how they have, like, certain illness awareness months, so you'll do yeah. it like that? Okay. Because a lot of illnesses cause either the person or family members to be depressed, you know. And then we're just going to do it for, sometimes I'm, I'm, one, one month I'm going to pick and do it for the people we lost. You know, somebody lose people all the time. Yeah. But I got to do that in one month. Like, this is the, uh, this is the memorable, or I could do a Memorial Day weekend. Something like that, that actually. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Good catch. Yeah, good catch. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, you good with your hands? Yeah, yeah, no. Both of them. Same time. <laughs> Two-hand twist combo. Oh, okay. Congratulations. That's how you keep a happy man at home. Right. What do you mean? Congratulations. Pussy power. Pussy, Pussy power. Pussy power. <laughs> so, you know, um, I mean, you know. That's actually, like, I feel like. Honestly, all people will. I feel like all people with like in the hood, we grew up with just this different type of attitude, and I feel like we should all see therapists a little bit because like no, they need to talk to people. They need right they because need to talk to like some people talk to the same motherfucking get. The, the same you can't talk to right. Yep. You can't talk to somebody who's going through the same thing as you because they won't have a healing way out. Like black people don't really heal. We just get over shit. Tony and I just want to stop yes, that. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You, uh, you can also get them on the Albert, AlbertRay.com. So somebody asked me about my uh, my hats. Go to oh, Albert, yes. AlbertRay.com yes. and get the hats. And if you want a T-shirt, you can get that from me. Cash at me. Ball here, Phillips. What and, sizes are available? What, for T-shirts? Yeah. All sizes. All sizes. All sizes. Well, it's, you different, say it's different you colors. You got to say all sizes. Gerard, yeah. what up, fool? What the fuck me being got to... You got to get all sizes. <laughs> I mean, obviously, you know, because you, you got big arms, so people. I ain't big. big I, I, I can show y'all a nigga that's big. No, I'm talking about you got big arms. Big so, hurt. You know. Yeah, I know. You got big arms and little legs. Mm-hmm. These, <laughs> legs these legs are strong because they can't around this big top. Kick you across the street. <laughs> Why y'all so violent with each other? Anyway, uh, for anybody that wants to come to any live shows, Ballhead does his uh, room at the Dating Game every Wednesday. Tell them about it. Um, Comedy Over Depression show every Wednesday, Dating Game, 8924 Stony Island. Free to get in. We got great drinks. Good brand new kitchen, fire food. We got short ribs on the menu. You know what I'm talking about? We got asparagus. Pretty cute bar drinks, too. We got what? Y'all got some pretty cute bartenders. No, 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 no. I heard that part. You said we got what? Irons. Irons. Let me explain one thing to you, y'all people. If you have a friend that has a speech impediment, <laughs> you have to take time. This motherfucker's trying to say we got onion rings. Iron rings. And she said iron rings. The motherfucker told me I was talking to her in the club. She said... Your breath smell like irons. I thought my breath smell like iron. I said, I don't have iron in my mouth. What do you mean iron? She was like, you know iron. And then the motherfucker said No, she said that to me too. I was like. The motherfucker said iron rings. I said, iron man, what the fuck is you talking about? You know iron rings? I said, oh, you trying to say onion rings. So do you know I have been trying to teach her how to say Onion rings. This motherfucker keeps saying onion, but then she said onion. And I'll be like, yun, yun. <laughs> onion ring. Iron ring. You went back to what the fuck you originally said. It's not what the fuck I was telling you. Fuck it. That I ain't, that ain't the only word that's going to blow you about her. So let's have so, a good time. She, she, was she, on, be, she, was, she fuck up so many words. She was on stage, and I was standing by stage. The lady was like, what the fuck is she saying? What is she saying? I said, this is She's just warming up. <laughs> what did she say? I couldn't say shit. I couldn't say shit. I couldn't help him because I didn't know. Nah. Yeah, Sauce cool. messed up a word yesterday in front of the alderman. He said, yo, concipients. I'm like, you mean constituents? constituents? <laughs> I, 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 but I, see, he got it. He got it. He got it. He got Wait, it. He got 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 it. He because he from St. Louis. He had a different slang. This motherfucker just got a speech impediment. She from somewhere else, too. Yeah, oh, Mars. No. no. Where you from? My daddy boss. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired. I, I, I'm from my daddy boss. It just be so much. Like, I'm oh, mama with JJ. Followed yeah. by the hospital. Anyway, um, no, me and Tiny. 
<laughs> me and Tiny have a show hosted by Mo Good May 11th, Mother's yes. Day weekend. It'll be at the Lux B Studios. On 47. Uh, 358 East 47th Street. Uh, tickets are uh, on Eventbrite. Uh, we don't have physical tickets. But uh, we were they supposed to look up at on Eventbrite? We were uh, look up Eventbrite, Joe Custler, Mother's Day comedy show. And we'll have... The twenty dollars tickets on there, and then if you want to, we have BYOB, but the cork fee is five, so you want to bring your own bottle, it's five. The show starts at nine, ends around eleven thirty. It'll be drinks, comedy. I'll be headlining. Tiny Thickum, Sheree Luckett, Shamika Finley, and yeah, hosted by Mo Good. So Mother's Day, you it's guys, lit. it's gonna be lit as fuck. Cause I'm gonna wear hot pink, so we gonna be in there. Yeah. Also, I have a show on. The 25th. It's a book release party in Southside. Oh, hosted by DJ Louis V, my mentor. I forgot to mention that. And Tiny and OJ Lamont. And then, uh, what's it called? The Ghetto Love Story. Yeah, Ghetto Love Story and Alan Ford. Yeah, it's going to be a lit ass show out west. Out west. Yes. If you please don't know, come out west, please. Tiny is from out west. I'm tired of coming out here. Hey, I got a show coming up. Um, this shit gonna be on my pages. I got my date, the show at the dating game tomorrow. I have a um, no, I have a Mother's Day show May twelfth. I also have a show. Um, I'm gonna get y'all on the panel. It's uh, singles are gonna mingle. Oh, I'm gonna get y'all on there as you know, okay. women's. Group. I'm gonna try to get y'all probably once one at a time on there. I'll try to get y'all together. But it's a, it's a um, all my shows and the links for the tickets are going to be on my Facebook, my Instagram. Uh, Snapchat, so follow me, everything, Comedian Ballhead Phillips. And, I'm, uh, and, and it's going to be on Twitter, if y'all on Twitter too, follow me. But I'm going to put everything up tonight, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can follow me at Southside Mermaid on Instagram and on the Day Day Show. That's the Facebook. You can just look up the Day Day Show, D-A-E-D-A-E you know Show. Swimming? Do I know how to swim? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Southside look out here, it's wavy. <laughs> I thought that was a wet wig. But look, so... <laughs> Look, tell y'all, tell y'all, do yourself a favor. Follow the Pussy Power Podcast. It's the most got, powerful podcast on the planet. planet. I don't know about that. Because Ballhead and Friend Podcast, they, that's where they at right now. So actually, I'm up in them. Yeah. He's not literally in here. I, <laughs> I know y'all can't see. You fuck about my legs, man. Anyway. Ballhead Friend Podcast. Subscribe. Hit the link on um, YouTube. Subscribe to the page. You'll be finding out a lot of shit I got going on. If you are on Instagram, Comedian Ballhead Phillips, follow me there. If you ain't, follow motherfucker. You can Google me and you can follow all my shit because every day I do something on my social media to make y'all laugh. Please follow these young ladies. They funny as hell. They up and coming, making moves. Your shit just quit on its own. Your shit gangster. It <laughs> said, we Fuck, done. We over with. Damn. Said, close out the show. Close that shit out. I but think Instagram just does that. Either way it go, I want to thank y'all for, um. I got to do my little, um, uh, yeah, follow okay. me, uh, excuse me. Excuse us. Ah. Uh. So you follow me on Instagram at tiny underscore thick on, and you spell thick on T-H-I-C-K-E-M-S. Don't worry about this shit. Oh, your life is cut off. You paid your bill. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my Facebook, it's my real name, Lavondia. L A V O N D I A. Then you're going to see Vonder Matthews. You're going to see me smiling hard as hell at Riddles. <laughs> That's your profile picture, <laughs> Phil, when you said Riddles. She, was- wasn't even, she wasn't even on the show, she just ran up on stage, man. No, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was the first night I met Tiny. That's our first night we met each other. Oh, okay. That's we met. Yeah, because we met. We, she, she got out the car. She got out the little white bitch. I said, what's all this ass? Getting out the car. Look, 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 motherfucking happy look person. Yeah. Down that stage. Did you do your thing that night? We yeah. all did. Yeah. We, 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 was we was a, a four-piece. It was all white. Okay. Majority white people. She went, up, she went up there and just did her thug thing. So they was in there like, wow. Ballhead Friend Podcast will be back at its regular time. This was a surprise uh, podcast. Invasion. Invaded. You yeah. know, I let them invade me. They ran a train. Yeah. I know. That was beautiful. Yeah. It would have been better, but he just, uh, 
Your little legs. Yeah. My legs got up in that little ass. <laughs> About that, motherfucker. Anyway, man, I thank y'all for tuning in. We're going to holler at y'all Sunday at the regular time. Ballhead and Friend Podcast, 2 o'clock. And Pussy Central. Fire Podcast every Tuesday, whatever time we designate. <laughs> so, bye.